Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? Make your voice heard on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. just saw there a second ago we put it on the screen the announcement from Caleb Williams of him at a USC uniform and palm trees which is probably a really bad thing for the rest of the Pac-12 as signing day is tomorrow they've certainly got the crown jewel of this class how does this change the future for USC I think it changes a lot I mean we could really look at this as an axis shift in college football with some power being shifted back out west finally I think this is a building block it's a coup for Lincoln Riley Matt really and he's the 13th portal transfer. That means USC could have half its starters come from the transfer portal. And I think the legacy of this Caleb Williams decision will be that it's the first collision of one-time transfer and then the first collision of NIL. Now, Caleb was very clear that NIL was not a driver in his decision, but ending up in Los Angeles is not going to hurt his NIL prospects. And he did say he's going to be able to cash in for his teammates, which was a big driver, too. Shift of power to the West Coast. Wow, God. We're not putting a whole lot of uh, pressure on this kid. We're only thinking that he's going to change the entire sport and uh, USC is going to go from having 30,000 people at its game to having 90,000 people at its game. Okay, hey, all right, whatever you guys think. Five-star quarterback? Jeez. USC's had good quarterback play before, guys, and they didn't uh, reinvent the wheel or shift the power to the West Coast. I, look, you're either in or you're out on college football, and the West Coast is out right now on college football. They're in on the NFL, and I'll, we, I will give the West Coast that. They're all in on the NFL with the Rams out there, uh, not so much the Chargers, but uh, some of the other teams that they have out on the West Coast, the 49ers, of course. It's just the college, the appetite for college football is not there, and I refuse to believe that one five-star quarterback is is really going to change that. But, hey, the uh, three-team trade is official. Here's a recap of the three-team trade. Uh, USC gets Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. OU gets Jeff Levy. Ole Miss gets Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg. So... Oklahoma, you can add in uh, Brent Venables and the rest of the staff as well. Yeah, but I guess between the three, those are just the uh, lone three that were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that, that that's true. But I guess you could do a three-team trade with USC, Clemson, and Ole Miss. That would probably look a little bit better for, for OU, right? Man, and USC, it's uh, the parts that Oklahoma got rid of are so positive. <laughs> hey, you made me really laugh earlier today. You made you did. You made me laugh. Um, you commented on a post from Clark Stroud, and I've been laughing at it now for a good <laughs> for a good five hours. I sent one mean tweet. I've I've lasted. I I held out pretty long here, but uh, I I couldn't make it today. I I did have to comment. When does the next uh, crappy lip sync video drop? <laughs> Did you get blocked for that one? No! Unbelievable! Unbelievable. Tracy says on the text line, I wish nothing bad for Caleb Williams, but I hope USC sucks and they fail miserably. Yeah, Tracy, I think you represent about 90 to 95% of the fan base right now. Like, I don't wish the kid to go out there and just fail, but I hope USC really sucks for the next three years. And I- you know, 
and you I know, think that's okay. I think Caleb Williams is a a fun kid. I, I kind of dig the personality. I thought, you know, the the fingernails, everything about it was a little bit different, a little eccentric. I sort of dig that, but I hey, did not he, dig the fingernails. I just want to be on record for that. <laughs> yeah, Tyler just <laughs> disagrees with that statement. I thought it was cool. The horns down on the fingernails. I I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. But it, you know what? Hey, you chose not to be Oklahoma's quarterback anymore. You had a great situation here with all sorts of skill talent around you. Uh, Oklahoma was set to bring in and has brought in a terrific offensive coordinator in Jeff Levy that has had offenses in the top four each of the last three seasons at UCF and Ole Miss combined. So, look, you chose to go to Hollywood to follow Lincoln Riley. I think this thing was clearly orchestrated from the get-go by Lincoln Riley. Hey, let things cool off a little bit. Yeah, you can you can look around, but to me, all of this is a great case study, Tyler, in, hey, let's be careful where we choose to buy the stories and information where they're coming from. It was so clear that Carl Williams from day one wanted this narrative out there. Oh, we're really upset with Lincoln Riley. Oh, okay. Well, if you're so upset with Lincoln Riley in the way he left Oklahoma, then how the heck have we arrived at the situation where we all thought we were going to wind up at, which is, oh, you're joining Lincoln Riley. Well, on that, am I the only one that's annoyed about something? And I mentioned it in the Sooners and 60 video that was on the ref Twitter page earlier today, but... It's like, okay, like, USC, that doesn't surprise anybody. <laughs> I really got annoyed when the decision was made. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We had to go through this crap for a month. We had to talk about it so much that every day people were like, God, stop talking about it. Talk about something else. I feel you. I wanted to, too. But it was like the main headline story, seemingly, you know, for the past 15 days, whatever. I mean, it's the biggest story in college football. We had to talk about this for a month. And he ends up going to the place that we knew that he was going to go all along. I know. I'm so like, boring. really? I mean, God. And not that I would have cared if he would have gone to Wisconsin or like wherever, but it's like, dude, just we knew it was going to be USC all along. I'm annoyed that I had to talk about it this long. And he goes and plays for his former coach. It's like, yeah. You could have announced this two weeks I, or three weeks ago. Seriously, man. That part, that part really annoyed me. And really, I, I think we should all take a moment to – kind of vilify Caleb Williams and his family here for disrespecting the sanctity that is Tom Brady. How dare they take away from Tom's day? <laughs> I, I know. Typical mule shoe Caleb Williams crap. They're trying to take away from the goats. Upstaging the goats. Unbelievable. Unreal. It is funny, though, that Tom Brady, like, in any other day, this would be a really big story. But Tom Brady, the goat, just retired. So everyone's like, eh, eh, okay, whatever. So, yeah, they tried to upstage that, but everyone's like, eh, it's Tom, Tom Brady. He's kind of the big deal right now, honestly. Yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom Brady will get his flowers. Uh, LOL at Wisconsin, by the way. They hired uh, Bobby Ingram as the offensive <laughs> yeah, coordinator. Yeah, what are they going to do about that? I hope that I hope that they just really liked Bobby Ingram as the OC and didn't just hire him as a way to try to get Caleb Williams out there because, boy, that'd be a crappy situation, right? Oh, great. Now we got him as the OC and not even the quarterback along with him. We need that graphic updated with, hey, what the heck is Wisconsin going to do now? The graphic of here's here's the connection for why Caleb Williams is coming to USC and why or to Wisconsin and why Wisconsin wants to hire Ingram. Now we need a 
okay, here's why we wanted to bring Ingram in, but what the heck are we supposed to do with this guy now? <laughs> if I was a Wisconsin fan and it was like, and I don't know if this is the, 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 the case or not, I'm not following the Badgers on an everyday basis, but if there's a thought out there that they hired this guy solely to get Caleb on campus and that didn't even work, I'd be so PO'd right now. Oh, I'd be so PO'd Lost right in now. translation – Boy, the the stock of one Russell Wilson just continues to plummet. He can't even convince he can't even convince Caleb Williams to go to Wisconsin. Seriously, man, seriously, didn't even make the playoffs this year. Wow, you know, unbelievable. Um, should we start learning the UCLA fight song now, or do we want to wait until we're in full on off season summer mode? I'm okay with learning a couple of lines. Today. I mean, I I know that we're all going to purchase UCLA gear for that matchup in November next year, but. I mean, we might as well get started on the the UCLA fight song. That's going to be our favorite team for one day out of the year next year. My dream scenario really is that, and I know this won't happen, but how awesome would it be? The level of pettiness for Oklahoma fans to all buy tickets to USC's season opening game at home and they just treat it like a basketball game with newspapers. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? It, it would be, yes, it would be. It would since they're not going to play one another probably ever and we're never going to get that wish yeah that that's probably the next best thing we need to pick a we need to pick a good USC home game that they might lose though uh we'll take your pick of them there buddy <laughs> right I did they're a four and eight football team last year show me a home game and I'll show you probably the Fresno State game in week three how about that one Arizona State what do you say uh I can get behind that I can go out there and root for the Sun Devils I can't put faith in wazoo uh, Air Cover Solutions text line, hit us up, 651-3439. Had to go through the smoke and mirrors so TBOW didn't get in trouble for tampering. Ah, there's probably some – I don't I don't put anything past that guy, and I definitely don't put it past that there was some tampering going on. Which, by the way, I mean, there's a pretty – there's a rumor thought out there that he rode home with – Mule shoe after the Bedlam football game in Stillwater this year. Somebody could either inform us that there's some truth to that or debunk it, right? I mean, somebody Teddy, knows. Teddy said that he's heard that that is accurate. Wow. Yeah. He's, well, he said that on here, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, something like that. Well, I mean, look, if that's the case, then there, there's no doubt. I mean, that puts it completely to rest. This thing was so orchestrated. Caleb Williams might have known that they were leaving several weeks before the season ended. Which makes me... The regular season. Which makes me so much more annoyed that we had to go through all this crap for the past month, and it still ended up the way we... Caleb Williams got somebody hired at Wisconsin! That's actually pretty awesome. that's, That's funny. That's like one of the best parts about this. Like, watch Wisconsin have, like, the worst offense in the Big Ten next year after that. I would laugh. If yeah, I, I mean, what do you root for? Do you root for their offense to be really, really successful and Caleb Williams didn't join it? Or do you just root for it to be a complete, unabashed mess moving forward and that they hired this guy thinking, okay, we're going to land Caleb Williams? I want it to be a mess. Like, shame on you, Wisconsin. If that's why you did that, like, I don't. I want this to go punished. I don't want it to go unpunished, all right? Like, let's set the precedent. You don't do crap like this. For one one player. Pull a Mizzou and hire Michael Porter Jr.'s dad onto the staff just so you can get him out to Columbia. Like, come on, man. Let's go Sissy Blues. That's on the text line. Remember when Coach O 
said that last year. Yeah, come on down here with your sister blue shirt. And then yes. uh, UCLA destroyed them in the Rose Bowl this year. <laughs> uh, Scott from Piedmont. Tyler, we need an update on the Mule Shoe t-shirts. You guys didn't act very excited when I said that we could add them into the ref store. It's like the moment I said, yeah, we could put them in the ref store for like 15 bucks. Everyone was like, oh, I, don't <laughs> I thought that you were just going to mail them and ship them to us for free. I, I had to pay for them. No, thanks. But what Scott, are you, what are you we, saying? These, there's not a handout here? Scott, if we I'm get out. more people that are interested in the T-shirts, then yes. i tell you one thing we do need is we need to hold a contest with the listeners, like a T-shirt design. Whoever comes up with like the best T-shirt design, we'll put it out in the ref store, and we'll give some sort of an awesome prize, or you know, donate to charity, or do do something with the person that comes up with the de- best T-shirt design that we put on the ref store. I love that. I think that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I agree with Tyler. The fingernails thing weirded me out. Yeah, I mean, we're getting into the territory. We we can't go back into the time machine. I mean. Okay, like what were folks saying after the Texas comeback and win? That he was the greatest ever. And the fingernails were People were texting the fingernails into the station. People were sending that on the text line like, look how cool this is. He's got the horns down. <laughs> Congratulations to Caleb Williams for joining the likes of Rhett Bomar and Moe Dampier as a mere footnote in the history of Oklahoma football. I disagree. In the uh, Sooner CD that came out in about 2004, 2005, there was a Mo Dampier, so the Dampier Shuffle, I that is still talked about today. All Prominent, right, prominently featured. Mo Dampier still lives in the lore of uh, Sooner history with that track that was on the CD. I mean, but surely you'd agree, not nearly, not nearly as good as say an Air Hypel. <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, I hope Mule Shoe Jets for the Cowboys now. I, I I don't know if you've heard me say this. I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. I don't know why I admit that to anyone. But if he becomes head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, I will rescind my 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 fanship. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I will no longer be a fan of them. I are you kidding me? I, in fact, I will root against them. That would be uh, that would be an uncomfortable spot for you. If Caleb doesn't win a Pac-12 championship, is he a failure? I mean, I I don't. It will be deemed at. Hmm, I don't know if he'll be looked at as a failure. I think that Muleshoe it'll be looked at as a failure. Like, whoa, 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 you got this five-star quarterback, this freshman All-American that uh, came to you for two years and you couldn't even win a Pac-12 title. I think it'll be more on the head coach than the quarterback. Probably for, be wrong about that. Probably for Caleb Williams, a lot of his future. If you're talking strictly college, then yeah, no, I think it's going to be regarded as a failure. If they don't win a conference championship in either of the next two seasons because I think he's gone after that. I don't think he's sticking around for three years. He's sort of on that timeline to as soon as I can get drafted into the National Football League, I think that he's gone. And probably his career as a whole is going to be judged more on what happens in the NFL. But if you're talking strictly college, yeah, I mean, the expectations are they're going to they're going to win big straight away. Well, you, what did uh, Pete Campbell just say? Oh, a, a shift of power could happen with this move in college football. It's going to re-engage the West Coast. What? There is no one player in college football that is talented enough, gifted enough to shift an entire section of the country and make them more aware. And I, I do. I don't care. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, whoever, Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield, there's not one player or one coach to me to where the West Coast is like, oh, yeah, 
yeah, I think that we're all in on college football again. That's, I don't think that that's a real – Kyler Murray, I don't think that that's a real thing, man. It takes way more than that for an entire time zone to get locked back into the sport. I mean, Caleb Williams would – for U.S. – to do that for even the USC fan base, to engage them in that type of way – I mean, we're talking he's going to have to get him into the I, I know, res- national championship game. I respect Pete Thamel, but that's kind of a silly thing to just go ahead and say, you know? When Caleb Williams still has a long ways to go in his development as a quarterback, just to say that let's remember that when we look at crowds at USC next year. I'm sure maybe for the home opener uh, there's some excitement out there and they'll get a good crowd, but they're like anybody else. Once they start losing, and they will lose games next year, Let's see how full the Coliseum is in November when they've got three losses attached to their schedule. Fascinating how the national media here and really the local USC media, I mean, no, no talk of the 87 passing yards versus Iowa State. No, no talk of the performance down in Waco versus the Big 12 champion Baylor Bears. No talk of the zero offensive points scored in the second half of the Bedlam loss to Oklahoma State. So... It, Kind of interesting how that has been magically scrubbed from Caleb Williams' first uh, seven starts. Carl basically applauded Muleshoe when he left. It was p- planned weaselry. So, yeah, no one is uh, – everyone's feelings, they're, they're making it pretty well known on the text line right now, and everyone's kind of in lockstep at this point on uh, what they think about that. At least we can finally move on from this saga. Yeah, but God, it wasted a month of my life. A, a month of our lives talking <laughs> Believe about me, this. I get it. Oh, to, to just end up going to USC. Cool, man. Appreciate it. Dragging the song like the way that he did. No, it's not about NIL. It's not about NIL at all. Okay, Carl. Okay. Welcome back, everyone. It's your morning Caleb Williams update. Will he stay? Will he go? Air Cover Solutions text line 651-3439. More to come next. Final hour of the Rush Rolls on. More college football on the other side. OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. An energy savings agreement from Air Comfort Solutions can maximize your home's energy efficiency. It can keep your AC and furnace systems working properly all year long and save you money by reducing costs from separate AC and furnace tune-up. Those aren't the only benefits, though. You'll get 15% off HVAC repairs, same-day service, a spring and fall tune-up, and no overtime charges. Save energy, time, and money all year long with Air Comfort Solutions Energy Savings Agreement. Call 721-3740 or visit aircomfortsolutions.com. Win a heart, win a big jackpot at Riverwind. Will you come to me? Maybe cuddle up for a game of poker. Give me everything I need. Fall in love with that beautiful blackjack. You're simply the best. Win a Mercedes Benz in our 70 grand Keys to My Heart on February 12th. With 10 times entries on Saturday. Happy Valentine's from the one. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. 
when the Sooners hit the diamond. Line shot, left field, base hit. Win column, Sooners, game over. We have you covered on the Sports Talk Network. That's hammered to left and deep, and it's a grand slam. This is your home for OU baseball. Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 99.3 FM. The Sports Talk Network, the home of Sooner fans. Touch them all, young man. The Red Sports Radio Network. Auto Image USA, Central Oklahoma, and Norman's home for the best in car, boat, and RV detailing. Let Mike Miller and his gang help you out with one of their many services, plus rolling lock truck covers, window tinting, custom wheels and rims, detailing, and paint correction. Auto Image USA also carries the best brands in audio, such as Kicker, Wet Sound, Pioneer, and Sony. Call Auto Image USA at 405-321-4444 or go by and see one of their experts at 2701 Northwest 36th Avenue in Norman between Rock Creek and Tecumseh. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Don't miss your final chance to see your Oklahoma wrestling team at home this season. Join us in historic McCaslin Fieldhouse on Friday, February 4th at 6 p.m. as OU takes on Little Rock and again on Saturday, February 6th against South Dakota State. Tickets start at just $8 each and groups of 10 or more can receive discounted tickets all season long. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com tickets. Boomer Sooner. Okay, so five tacos of cheese and a large soda, that's $10,012. Please drive around. Wait, 10,000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few, I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I want to talk to Oklahoma fans. Uh oh, <laughs> oh boy, this it, usually goes well. No, it, it was it was. Where's my camera? It was funny for a week, it, and I understand you were mad. I understand you were upset. It was funny for a week. You got to get over it. You got to get the f- over it. How many times have you wanted to transfer a quarterback? How many times have you wanted to transfer a running back? How many times do you want to transfer everything? So your coach transfers to USC, and you can't handle it. You can't handle it. You're, you've got these cute little nicknames for him. You hate him. Everything he does online. Now we're hearing stories online of, of, of Oklahoma fans running into him in L.A. and uh, giving him the cold shoulder. Get the f- over it. Yeah, there's Brandon Walker, Barstool Sports. He's a Mississippi State fan, so that automatically means that his opinion on college football does not matter. Right, it's disqualified. He only uh, gets the right to talk about college baseball since his team won the national championship last year. But college football? Nope. No Mississippi State fans gets to chime in on that one. You know, I think Oklahoma fans are over Lincoln Riley, though. At this point, OU fans, I would say, are... Dare I say, just kind of having fun? Yes, it's fun. Giving man. Lincoln Riley a difficult time. I'm having fun. Is I everyone mean, not having fun? Across the board. 
Roy Manning, just all these guys that are posting the fight on signal, who, by the way, shut down the comment section for his post and just got absolutely eviscerated in the quote tweets, which I love it. I love it. I love Fantastic. it. I love it. Uh, Lane Kiffin, if you did not hear what he said today, here's what he said when he was asked about paying players, teams paying players, all that, and recruiting. <laughs> Lane said, quote, I know nobody uses those phrases, but that is what it is. I joked the other day I didn't know if Texas A&M was going to have to occur a luxury tax with how much they paid these signing classes, end quote. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he said that today. I love Which, it. The worst kept secret right now in college football recruiting is the fact that Texas A&M has – if you talk about schools that are active in the NIL right now, A&M's like the first school that comes up right now. And don't fool yourself, that is a very large reason that they have the number one overall recruiting class right now and why they have a chance to get a couple more five stars tomorrow. A&M is playing the game when it comes to NIL and I love, man, I love Lane Kiffin has the stones to be like, yeah, I, much as they're playing right now, it's got to be a luxury tax thing. And A&M's playing the game, and you know as well as I do that they've got some people funneling all that money in right now to those recruits. They've got kind of a, a set-up man, whatever you want to call it. I've got a pretty good idea of who it is, actually, um, that is kind of setting up everything to funnel these, funnel these players' money. We need uh, we need that individual to go ahead and keep a running tally for us of how much money they've spent to not win a national championship. Oh God, it's going to be so great when A and M pays millions of dollars every single year to still finish eight and four <laughs> and go to a uh, mid tier bowl in the state of Florida. That's 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 the stuff right there. Beating Texas A and M on a regular basis, underrated quality component of joining the SEC. Uh, yeah, and you're really not going to fully appreciate it until you start doing it again like you did in the Big 12. Here's the thing. In 03, you felt a little bad for them. It's like, all right, 77 nothing. Yeah, we'll kind of like fall down around the goal line and there's no real there's doesn't make a whole lot of sense to go up 84 nothing on them. They've earned it now. If OU's ever in a situation like that, just go ahead and score 100 points on on those turds. B. Walker's co-host right there. <laughs> Big Giggum fan. Yes, she be, is. Be nice to give her some humble pie. Yeah, she is. Hey, uh, I, I read a story by Dennis Dodd today on CBS. Uh, he included some some candidates for the Michigan head coaching job. I know that you and I were throwing uh, back and forth some, some ideas or some candidates who they would hire. No Luke Fickle. He listed a handful of candidates. Josh Gaddis, the current OC that's there. Matt Rule, former Baylor, current Carolina Panthers head coach. Matt Rule's name is going to be thrown around for every job opening in college football right be now. Be a really good hire, but for Michigan fans, I think they would describe it as a boring hire. Matt Campbell's name is there. We, we knew that that was going to be at the top of the list. P.J. Fleck, head coach at Minnesota, doesn't do anything for me either. I know you're making that face, but it's thrown out there. I kind of want it to happen, though. Because it does nothing for me, I would love to see it. And then Mike Hartz, the former Michigan running back, current Michigan running backs coach. Interesting. I guess Luke Fickle just really wants that Ohio State job, and he's not going to leave Cincinnati until he gets it. I mean, Which, kudos, but I just I don't think Ryan Day's leaving there anytime soon. Yeah, I, did, I didn't think that OU's head coach would be leaving anytime soon either. 
but I really don't think that Ryan Day's going to be leaving Ohio State. God, why would you? Why would you leave Ohio State? Hey, and I get it. You, you want the Ohio State gig? The Ohio State gig's not the one that's open. If if Michigan comes open, man, I just if you're Luke Fickle and you get a look, you gotta take that gig. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. Uh, text line. I love this. A and M has more six loss seasons in the Big Twelve than OU has had in the entire 125-year history of the program. Yeah, that's that's a great stat. <laughs> no one felt bad about 77 nothing. Yes, except for, uh, oh, my God, why am I blank? Uh, Mike Lupica felt bad about it. Mike Lupica, <laughs> what a dork. I was planning on asking Bob about that today, but he had uh, other obligations going on to where he could not join the show. I would have loved to have heard his response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, He's talked about it in the past, though, has he not? I don't know if he has or not, honestly. Uh, so I was a little bit like, should I? Has enough time passed? I mean, it's been like 19 years now. Surely I'm in the safe zone. For yeah, this. no, I think he he would have. I don't think it would bother him being asked. Unfortunately, the current SEC Aggies are not the weak Big 12 Aggies. That's true. I mean, th- this is a much different Texas A&M. I'll, I'll give them that. They're shelling out. If you want to, if you want to say that that's happening with name, image, likeness to bring top classes in, hey, they are much more talented than they used to be in the Big Twelve South. Out on uh, Twitter right now, Alabama running back Kamar Wheaton has entered in the transfer portal. I thought we knew that last week, or yeah. was it just rumored? Oh, he we, wasn't. I tell you what, it was, anymore. he wasn't on like the uh, online database or on their roster or anything like that. Yeah, so. was not taking classes at Alabama yeah. anymore. And before anyone asks, no. I mean, in all caps, no, with all the exclamation marks behind it. And I'm not just saying this because I don't want any part of Kamar Wheaton and the circus that's there. They're not, they're not going to look at that. Britt Vittables and this staff, heck no. They are not going to take a serious look at Kamar Wheaton. And, we, and, and here's the reason why, and it's the same reason that we've kind of stated multiple times, is OU's not going to bring in a guy – that has questionable baggage in the past. They're trying to really establish their they're really trying to establish their program, the discipline, all that. Like Kamar Wheaton is not just such a great player that you say, okay, we're gonna bend the rules a little bit for this guy. They're not gonna bend the rules for anybody. They didn't bend it for Justin Harrington who wanted to come back and they were like, yeah, you kind of quit on the team, like no thanks on that. Like they're not going to do it for Kamar Wheaton. He didn't play at Alabama. He's not going to come here. Kamar Wheaton, I'm sure he's going to go play college football somewhere else, but it's not going to be for OU. And you know what? I stand by the decision to not kick the tires at all on bringing in Kamar to to play running back. You've got talented running backs. You, you you've got Eric Gray, you've got Marcus Major, and you signed Javante Barnes and Gavin Sachuk. Boy, he's going to look great in that Cardinal and Gold at USC, though, isn't he? Oh, Kamar God, he is going to USC. You're so right. That's where Kamar Wheaton's going to go. Hey, what? do we have any idea what's going on with Justin Harrington? I mean, so sh- shut down basically on a return to OU. I, he's not transferred anywhere? I mean, he's, what's going to happen? I don't know here? if anyone's been in the transfer portal longer than he has. I mean, he was in the transfer portal last season. We gripe and complain about Caleb, but he was only in it a month. Uh, Justin Harrington's been in it multiple months I mean, now. is he one of these players that, that kind of goes into the portal and doesn't come back out? Well, there's, there's a lot of those guys, man, that they leave a, a good situation thinking that they're going to get into a better situation or comparable situation, and it just doesn't work out for them. 
I don't know if that's going to be the end of his story. I hope that's not the end of his story, but it's it's getting late in the game, man. You, you kind of need to find a home somewhere. He uh he would be another good match to join USC in the Cardinal and Gold along with Kamar Wheaton. He would fit right in with Latrell McCutcheon, somebody that bashed and didn't like the coaching staff, and then uh, runs out to join them. Hey, if I end up being wrong about this and Kamar Wheaton ends up coming to OU, by all means, you guys will pick out a week and you can bash me on the text line all week long. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. But I don't think that OU is going to explore that, and I'm hoping that OU does not explore that either. I just – that's just a – and it's on the text line. He didn't do anything wrong. He just didn't talk to anybody. Well, you can't – I understand that that might be his personality, but that's just a headache that, that you just don't want to be involved with, man. Brent Venables, and I quote, you recruit your problems, end quote. Yeah. So, and hey, DeMarco Murray has signed these two talented guys in Barnes and Sawchuck, and guess what? He's not done signing guys moving forward. I mean, he's going to get talented running backs in the 23 and 24 classes, so you don't you don't need Kamar Wheaton right here, right now. You're okay. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a Kennedy Brooks coming back that's had you know multiple thousand yard rushing seasons, but I uh, there's there's enough talent in that room. There there's enough talent for this team to to reach its goals next year. Are I, you ready to say Marcus Major best running back naturally? Doak Walker, 2022. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> you ready to jump on board? I am ready to say that this is a massive off season for him and probably a make or break type of year for him because you know Eric Gray played his role last year, but we had our complaints about Eric Gray. You know, at certain times last year, I, I don't like Eric Gray. Didn't prove to me last year that he is ready to be a guy that you can give it to 25, 20, 25 times a game down in and down out. I mean, they were treating him like the leading running back early in the season, and he just didn't take it and run with it. I definitely think that he has a role on next year's offense, and I think that he'll probably have a pretty big role in next year's offense. But he just didn't prove to me that he's by far and away going into the year clearly your number one guy. I think with a great offseason – I think Marcus Major could turn into that dude. Now, he's going to have competition. You mentioned the other running backs that are coming in, and those dudes are talented as well. Javante Barnes, Gavin Sawchuk, both of those guys have a chance to to you know get a lot of playing time, get a lot of carries next year. But the opportunity is there for Marcus Major, and he better take advantage of it this year because when Barnes and Sawchuk are sophomores, those backfield most likely is going to be theirs. So Marcus Major's really got to make a move this season to to be that number one guy. This is this is the biggest off season of his career. It's a make or break year. Agreed, but I'll say this: I think he's got a great chance to maybe wind up being I hope Oklahoma's so. yeah I leading hope. tailback because I hope so. I, I not not to bash Eric Gray or anything, but I did expect Eric Gray to at least in the receiving portion be a little bit more involved for Oklahoma. You know, he was the fiftieth nationally among running backs in receptions and receiving yards. I would have thought much, much higher for Eric Gray. And maybe that's the case moving forward with a different staff next year. We had pretty lofty expectations for him last year, and then he made one cut in the spring game, and it was, yep, that's it. That's (laughs) it. We are set at running back. He will be all Big 12, and it just – didn't work out that way. And hey, I, and it, again, wide open for Marcus Major if he wants to take the thing and run away with it. Totally. Keep the text coming on the Air Conference Solutions text line 651-3439. Final hour of the rush rolls on next. When you're on the go, you can still get the best Sooner coverage on the Sports Talk 1400 app.
Search Sports Talk 1400 in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want. All the high school scores and updates you need when you need it. All on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Powered by OEC Fiber, OEC Fiber brings the power of high-speed fiber services right to the front door of your home or business. Find out more at OECFiber.com. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. Offering the world's first multi-pro tailgate, this tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. Test drive a 2021 GMC Sierra today and experience a wise investment that really delivers. See your Central Oklahoma GMC dealers. It's baseball time in Oklahoma, and your Sooners are excited to welcome all their fans back to L. Dell Mitchell Park this season. This year's 30-game home slate features series against Baylor, Texas, Kansas State, and more. Season tickets and single-game tickets are on sale now. Group discounts are available all season long. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com tickets. Boomer Sooner. Hi, this is Gary Cavins, the owner of Cavins Construction Group here in Norman. If you have a building, restaurant, hotel, or to any kind of business that needs commercial maintenance needs, we have a commercial maintenance division that can help. We can help you with repairs from the ceiling to the floor, door hardware, electric, plumbing, HVAC, flooring, drywall repair, painting, snow removal, roof repairs, whatever you need, we're your one-stop shop. All you have to do is give us a call, 405-573-3048. Did you know that the odds of you having a major insurance claim are very high at least once in your lifetime? How you handle the steps after the disaster determines how you are set up for the future. There are many questions you will have to answer. Restoration companies are usually the first on the scene after the first responders have left. Don't let a company force you to sign an assignment of benefits or let them tell you they will work directly with your insurance company. If you do, you might have just lost out on tens of thousands of dollars. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510 today. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Are you ready to make this a Valentine's Day to remember? Our favorite Antwerp diamond supplier will be in the store February 10th through Valentine's Day. And now is the time to let us know what she can bring for you. Is it time for a proposal? A diamond earring upgrade? A diamond pendant for a milestone anniversary? Let's make your diamond dreams come true. Come see us or call today, 405-360-2515. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Looking for your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighbors and let Signature Custom Pools help you design the perfect poolside paradise. Their trusted design can transport you into your own Mystic Falls, suburban sanctuary, or countryside retreat. Settle into an endless vacation. Entertain your family and friends and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. 
Are you looking out the back window and you see missing panels on your fence? Perhaps your fence is leaning over or being held up by a 2x4. It's time to call Van Hoos Fence, the metro area's premier residential and commercial fence company. Van Hoos delivers professional craftsmanship at an affordable price. From custom orders to prefabricated products, Van Hoos does it all. Call them today, 405-735-1167 or see their work on vhfence.com. Absolutely, we're not going to lose this locker room. That's not a concern at all. Um, we, the, we, we've, that was our message. There's a lot of opportunities for great games coming here, and we've got to, we've got to play better. You know, we, you know, you look, it was great to see Elijah get back and have a, have a, uh, a solid game. Um, but these teams we're playing are too good. We can't have like two guys play well. You know, we need a, we need a, we need a consistent group effort uh, of playing well to win. OU Hoops head coach Porter Moser after last night's loss to TCU 72-63 inside the LNC. Yeah, OU has not uh, been on a good run here recently, but that was, uh, man, that was the loss that really took the wind out of the sail, seemingly, you know, and you didn't play well against Texas a few weeks ago in, in Austin, and, you know, you lost to Kansas at home, you lost to Baylor at home, but no loss is really kind of knocked us back like that one last night to TCU you, you lose you trail pretty much the entire game you get out rebounded by 22 gut check time Saturday inside Gallagher Iba Arena we'll see what this team's got felt like last night was a must win and now definitely in Stilly is a must win for this basketball team feels like now losers six out of their past seven Schedule never really lightens up a whole bunch in the Big 12 Conference. Feels like all of a sudden this team, it's hard to feel like they're tracking to get into the NCAA tournament. And am I going to come away from this season and feel really strongly one way or the other about whether or not I think the Porter Moser era will be a successful one in Norman? I don't I don't think so. Probably not. And honestly, I'm Pretty optimistic yeah. about what I think the ceiling of the Porter Moser era could be. But if they don't wind up making the NCAA tournament, it's hard to, I think, come away from year one and deem it a successful season. You can't call it a success. I I, th I do think you could have it both ways, at least in year one. I think that if they miss the tournament, you can say, okay, that was not a good year. But there's still some things in there. I, I'm still optimistic about the future, especially if he gets – you know, a guard or two in here that you feel like is has a high ceiling and go get a basket whenever you want to. That's we talked about it multiple times. That's what this program is missing right now. A consistent dude night in and night out that can get you points. But if that happens, yeah, I, I, I think that I still think it's very fair. And I'm with you. I do feel optimistic about the future. Do I think that they're, you know, a guy away from reaching a final four? No, of of course not. Like I don't I don't think that they're close to being an Elite Eight team or anything like that, but I feel like the philosophy and what's going on in the program, the discipline, like all of that I, I think is is in place and what needs to be here. Is the locker room in danger of being lost here with this group? I don't feel like it is just because you have so many dudes that have come from other schools. A lot of these guys, it's like their last opportunity to play college basketball, and I know it's a unique situation when you're just throwing a bunch of dudes in from across the country and hoping that it would work, but 
I don't think that they're on the verge of losing a locker room. I I I take I take Porter Moser's word when he when he says that. What I, I also think he's right with this is that yeah, they've got to have more than one or two guys play well on a night in, night out basis. You know, some nights you're saying, okay, well, they came up short, but Jordan Goldbier played all right. Then the next night, it's, well, Mo was hitting some shots from the outside from three, but you really didn't get a whole lot of contribution from any other guys uh, around him. Yeah, Tanner Groves played well, but, man, you need more of Jacob Groves. Like, you get the point. Every game, there's one or two guys that are playing well, but it hasn't been something where we're saying, dude, all five starters tonight were excellent. They had four guys that were in double figures. They took care of the basketball. It's it's you know, you kind of throw two names up in the air to try to see who's who's going to be good. Like they they've got to get more consistent across the board. I liked uh one of the replies I think it was to your tweet from last night. I, I liked the reply of what happened to that team that was inside the BOK center? Where yeah. did that group go that played that way against Arkansas? I mean, that it's just Totally disappeared. I I don't know what's happened. To now this team. I, I think it's it is fair to say that Arkansas was maybe a little bit overrated, but inflated still, compared to yeah, what we thought they were going to but be. But that was still a pretty good performance. That that team shot the ball extremely well. I mean, you I, don't think that Arkansas team's every bit as good, if not better, than the TCU team that ab- was inside the LNC last absolutely, night? Absolutely, absolutely, they are. I mean, it's a fair question. Uh, Kurt says we need big physical posts. We've had guards for a number of years. We need big guys that are strong and athletic, guys that can go bang and go get rebounds and make buckets in the paint. We get dominated inside for years now. I think that's a fair statement. It seems like OU has really, since what since Ryan Spangler's been here, they've really struck out on a lot of big guys that they've recruited. They just haven't worked out for whatever reason. Yeah, and, and some guys have been able to block shots for you and, and maybe be okay defensively, but it's been a long time since OU's had a presence in the post that you can count on offensively. Tanner Groves can score a little bit, step out and shoot, but he's been inconsistent up and down this season. That's why I said earlier, for example, I, I don't think the world of either, say, David McCormick or Mitch Lightfoot at Kansas, but even if OU had one of those two guys to go along with Tanner Groves, I think Tanner Groves would look, from night to night, immensely improved. they got to find a way to have multiple bigs that they trust that can go out. I mean, you can't get out-rebounded 42-20 to and expect to, to beat anybody. Yeah. Power five. Well, and that's, and that's a good point is – it's almost like back to the defensive line recruiting discussion. Oh, well, hey, they got one five-star in. Well, you need more than just one of those Correct. guys. you got to have a group of those guys, and that's what KU seemingly year in and year out, um, they have some of those guys. You know, They have a Jeff Withy. They have a Cole Aldrich. They have one of those guys every single year. And, oh, you might have a good big guy on a year, but really they don't have anything else outside of that one big guy down low. So they they got to do a better. Get better got to do a better. And I I understand those guys are hard to find, especially good bigs offensively that can go score in the paint. They're not necessarily a dime or a dozen, but you got to go find them. And they might have to for another season here do a little bit of uh, sniffing around in the transfer portal again. I know that you tried to band aid and patch this thing up a little bit by getting an Ethan Shagwa, by getting a Tanner Groves, and I mean I think it's fair to say that though both players have done really nice things at times you got to get better there but hey you you might have to band-aid it again through the transfer portal next year 
please don't call that toilet bowl stilly. It's stooly. That's they're talk. Someone in the Tulsa area is talking to you here. Don't don't call who what? Don't call Stillwater Stilly. Call it uh, Stooley. Stooley. Okay, yeah. yeah. Stoolwater. Well, what, whatever you want to call it, it's a big game there Saturday at 11 a.m., baby, because why else would the two Bedlam basketball games be at 11 a.m. this For year? For some reason, my brain totally shut down there, and I thought they were like trying to say something negative about Mike Steely. No, no, no. Come on. You can't do that about Mike Steele. Well, that's why I was trying to make sure. <laughs> I was about to defend my man. All right, final segment is next. We'll uh, tell you about this awesome Big 12 basketball game that is on TV tonight and hit more OU stuff on the other side. It is the Rush right here on the ref. We are the homeless Sooner fans. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. At 405-651-3439. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2020-